Hello everyone, and welcome to Whistle in the Dark. <laughs> Sorry, it's me, it's April. Uh, let's do this. Hey, welcome to Whistle in the Dark, a feel-good podcast about all things terrifying. In it, I'm going to interview friends about spooky experiences, discuss irrational fears, and feature immersive radio drama-style storytelling. This week, I talked to some friends about their best-worst Halloween costumes, share the most horrifying encounter I've ever had in a Halloween maze, and present a terrifying tale of a girl who just wanted to stay home and watch some movies. I call it, It's the 90s for Crying Out Loud. That's a working title. Anyway, let's go. Testing, testing. Hi. Hi. We're back. So, uh, best, worst costume. You don't have a memory, but <laughs> you have a picture that I've seen and it's pretty great. Uh, yes, my mom. Luckily, because, yeah, I don't have a lot of memories from before I was like 18 or 19. So, luckily, my mom was very good at taking pictures. I definitely, like, once she sent the picture, I definitely remember that I did it. It is the most cursed costume I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so scary. You have now the picture in your in in your hands. It is the scariest, most loose interpretation of a puppy dog I've ever seen. I'm wearing an all white outfit that I hand cut out spots. Oh, yeah. Oh, I made that. I made that costume. We're a big uh, DIY family. Um, But I painted my face all white and put spots on it, including the lips. Your face is truly terrifying. (laughs) It looks like the first draft for like a horror movie villain. It's like, what if what if we had an entity with no eyebrows, lips or features on their face? Like if I didn't have spots on my face, I would look like Voldemort. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just zero features. But my personal favorite element is the human belt, like the belt made for a person's waist that I have around my neck like a collar. (laughs) And it's so scary. I look like somebody just getting into kink that's like, is this how we do it? (laughs) Halloween was a holiday my parents begrudgingly allowed me to participate in with a few caveats. Naturally, we would not indulge in the more macabre elements, and if I was gonna wear a costume, it had to be something pure and adorable. So, I was an angel. Not just one year, not even two. Three? Psh. Four years, four in a row. At the ripe old age of 10, I decided I had enough of this clown show and ditched the costumes. And for the next 10 years or so, I handled the holiday with the surly countenance of an old man screaming the neighborhood kids off his porch. It wasn't until I hit my 20s that I began to take some enjoyment in the holiday. And I found it in, you guessed it, haunted attractions. I've had a tradition for several years now to try and fit in a few every Halloween season. So after I attended exactly zero in 2020, I vowed to make up for lost time by hitting up as many as I could in 2021, including one attraction that was entirely new to me, LA's Haunted Hayride. Probably one of the most well-known and family-friendly But it's also where I experienced the most primal fear I've ever had in a haunted attraction. My friends and I had gone earlier in the season, so the crowds were light, and it was a perfect way to jump back in. That is, until we entered the last maze. It had all the standard stuff, 
People in grotesque rubber masks popping out at you from around corners. Automated props that were varying degrees of convincing. And strobe lighting, of which I am not a fan. Strobe lights remind me of the EEG tests I was subjected to when I was a kid with epilepsy. I know, I know. April, if you don't like strobe lights, don't go to these things. But I refuse to deprive myself of joy just because my 10-year-old brain was a dick. And I know my moments of discomfort at these events are short-lived. At least, the ones I'm willing to attend. I will never go to one of those haunted houses that make you sign a waiver beforehand, where you're physically touched or sometimes even tortured. That, my friends, is the beginning of a horror movie, and I know better than to willingly walk into one. Anyway, back to the maze. So we're walking through, passing from one horrific vignette to another, when we enter a hallway. Smoke begins to creep up in front of us, growing heavier and heavier as we move further in. And just as we're about to enter the next room, we stop abruptly. The group in front of us is blocking our way. Must have gotten backed up. So we wait. But as we stand there, my anxiety starts to build because I can see what lies ahead. A wall of smoke lit up by strobe lights. The smoke was so thick that it highlighted the strobe even more. Thankfully, the group ahead of us begins to move and I slip in front of my friend to take the lead. I knew that the faster I walked, the faster we'd get through this portion of the maze. So I enter the smoke, carefully making my way through. This smoke really was thick. Just then, I hit up against another person. The friend behind me collides into my back, and a pileup ensues. That's all right, just a momentary delay. I wait for the line to get moving again, but it doesn't. I'm standing in the middle of a thick cloud of smoke, unable to see anything but the flashing strobe lights bouncing off the whiteness and into my face. The crowd behind me playfully screaming and yelping and pressing into my back. And... Hey, what's going on? I lose it. Move the line! How do we get out? Hey! I start hey. poking at people's backs, as if that was going to change anything. Not proud of this, by the way. How do I get out of here? A scare actor pops out at me. Get me out of here! The actor laughs and disappears in front of us. He will regret this. But suddenly, the line begins to move again, and I pass him as I step into the night air. The exit was about six feet away the whole time, but due to a malfunction, the smoke was so thick that no one could see it. I know, I know. April, why do you go to these things? Well, I have never experienced more relief than when I exited that maze. Exaggeration? Sure. But all the same, I'd do it again. Okay, hi, Brooklyn. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What is your most shameful Halloween costume? (laughs) Okay, so it's probably 2005 or 2006 in Oklahoma. I have a conservative mother. Her, my sister, and I watch the movie Memoirs of a Geisha. Of course, my mom tells me to close my eyes at any of the questionable scenes. But after watching that movie, I was obsessed I found this little red, like, silk shirt at some boutique in town. The one with, like, the higher collar with, like, the buttons on the collar and, like, the short sleeves and, like, longer, like, tunic style. I don't know how my mom signed off on this. I went to my church's Halloween festival and told everyone that I was a geisha. (laughs) I don't think there's photo evidence, so. That's probably for the best. (laughs) I feel like every woman at some point in time in her life is Carrie for Halloween. 
every woman. Okay. Well, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> a lot of women. A lot, especially people who like horror movies. Mm-hmm. It's such a simple costume. You just get a dress. You cover yourself in some fake blood and you're done. Mm-hmm. It's it's so easy. Um, or I thought. I got the dress. I did the blood, had the hair, showed up to the party, and everybody thought I was a tampon. <laughs> Oh my god. We're still waiting to hear about the victims. Police believe this is the work of the same person responsible for three other attacks in oh the Oh my area, god, Lisa. All targeted at Greek parties on campus. A person people have begun calling the Kappa Killer. I told her not to go to that party. But no, we had to show off our new Rachel Green haircut. Answer your phone. Damn it. Cell phones. They're never gonna make it. Shit, what do I do? Who is it? I, please, I need help. I think there's someone following me. Did you come from the party? What? Oh, the Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta party? Yeah. I left early, but I got lost and there's a man. He's been walking behind me for a while. Shit. Is he out there? I don't see him right now. I think he ducked out of sight when I knocked on your door. Can you please let me in? I... I don't know. Please. I'm scared and there's no one else out here. I lost my pager. Okay, uh, move in front of the window so I can see you, and I'll, I'll let you in. What? Why? I just want to be safe. <gasps> He's back. He's coming this way. Please, let me in. Shit. I don't see anyone. He's down the street. He's walking straight toward me. I can't see. Can you just... Please. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that your pager? Yeah, I, I guess it was buried at the bottom of my purse. Are you going to let me in? I... I'll call the police. Run. Get out of sight. He's seen me already. Run around back. There are plenty of places to hide back there. He has something in his hand. 911, what's your emergency? It's shiny. Oh, God. I think it's a knife. Please, please let me in. Ma'am? I'm at 675 Main Street. There's a girl at my door. She says there's a man with a weapon out there. Is this a residence? Yes. Oh, my God. Ma'am? Oh, my God. She's being attacked. Ma'am? Oh, my God. Ma'am? It stopped. Do not open the door, ma'am. We're sending a car. Oh! Ma'am. I've called the police. <laughs> wow. You would have let me die. I... No, I... Wait. Honestly, I'm impressed. The ruthlessness. I could take a few pointers from you. What's going on? Who are you? Do you still want to see me? What? Do you still want to see me? No, thank you. <laughs> Oh, too bad. (gasps) (gasps) Trick or treat. (gasps) Please let me in. That's not how it goes. I was getting to that part, silly. Give me something good to eat. (gasps) The police are on their way. Let me in, Jeannie. How do you know my name? Jeannie. Jeannie, 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 Jeannie. Who the hell are you? We'll get to that. It takes police approximately nine minutes to get to this area. 
So that gives me six more. Yeah, well, there's a house full of stuff out there. Have at it. But But what what I I want want is in there. there. Sorry, we're all out of that. (laughs) What are you so afraid of, Jeannie? Spiders. Oh, hiding behind those jokes again, are we? You don't know anything about me. Jeannie, you need to open up or we'll never resolve any of this. That's why you came to see me. What are you? You're deflecting, Jeannie. What the hell are you? Not what? Who? You're the Kappa Killer. <laughs> Boring. Then who? Yes. No. Aww. No fun. You can drop the little voices already. Who put a big one? Jeannie, what is wrong with you? No. Your brother isn't like this. Don't. So serious about Shut up. Shut up. Shit. That's it, Jeannie. Let me in. No. You're getting desperate. <laughs> you don't have any power here, Jeannie. Then why are you still on the other side of that door? Maybe I like talking to you. Well, you have two and a half minutes before the police get here. What else do you want to talk about? You know, I meant it when I said I was impressed that you wouldn't let me in. You'd let a poor, helpless girl be murdered rather than risk yourself. I was right. But was that instinct? Did you really know deep down that I was bad? Or was it self-preservation? I mean, you opened the door and you could save a life, but you could lose yours in the process. Better to keep the door closed. I guess you weren't expecting someone to break the window. It's not bulletproof glass, you know. Two minutes. Why did you want to see me? Did you think I'd be holding a sign that says, Hi, I'm here to murder. You know, there's an open mic at the coffee shop on campus. If you run, you can still make it. What do you think waits for you out here? An inch thick piece of wood separates you from what exactly? Do I have red eyes and fangs? A forked tongue? Am I humanoid? Or something else entirely? Do I have scales? Claws? Maybe I'm pale and gaunt with eyes in the palms of my hands, like the thing from Pan's Labyrinth. That one stuck with you for a while, remember? Maybe I'm small and sneaky, and I can reach out to you from places you would never imagine. Maybe I can reach right under this door. (laughs) Maybe I'm impossibly large and can easily smash this door into a million splinters before swallowing you whole. Too much? A little. Aw. Well, give me one more shot. You know, I was thinking, what happened to us? How did we get here? The person who hides away never takes risks. Sure, you avoided the party tonight, but the one friend you had was there. Okay, your time's up. Get out. Where's she now? Still breathing, I hope. Shut up! You're so afraid. So much so that you were willing to let someone die tonight. You really want to know who I am? I'm every part of you that made that decision. Every one of your fears. There's a lot of them. They're here. See you next time, Jeannie. Wait. Come out. (laughs) There you are. Here I am. (laughs) So you're the hero now? (laughs) Why are you laughing? Oh. All right, get out. Scariest Halloween moment you've ever had? I think this was one of the first times I went trick-or-treating where I was old enough to kind of know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I was probably four or five. And there was this older couple, if not elderly couple, 
who went all out for Halloween. They lived a couple blocks away. Um, you know, insane decorations. I guess they must have loved the holiday. And all I remember is you're walking up and you're kind of walking through like a gauntlet of scary Halloween stuff. You ring the doorbell and then the door opens extremely slowly. And then the old lady was dressed up as a witch, like classic black hat, green skin, whatever. But then she cackled and there was like, I think they had dry ice inside, creepy like green lighting and stuff. I think it was pretty intense. I peed my pants. I screamed and peed my pants and it was like the night was over. I was so, so scared. They did a good job. But How old are you? I was four or five, I think. Okay. So At least you didn't poop your pants. <laughs> I've never pooped my pants out of fear. <laughs> I think, I don't think I've ever pooped my pants at all. Yeah. I've, I mean, I must have pooped my pants at one point. When you were little? <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Whistle in the Dark. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. It helps a lot. We're going to take a break for the month of November. Well, I'm going to take a break and uh, be back with a mini holiday season in December. So look out for that. If you'd like me to tell any spooky stories you have, please submit them to Whistle in the Dark Pod. That's Whistle in the Dark Pod, P O D, at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Whistle in the Dark Pod or on Twitter at The Whistle Dark. Before I go, I'm going to leave you with one last Halloween costume story told via a literal game of telephone with my old friends Mark and Jade. And uh, it's pretty high concept. See you next time. Happy Halloween. <laughs> That's a witch impersonating Jeff Goldblum's laugh in Jurassic Park. All right, bye. So I thought it was so funny uh it was my first year in los angeles yeah what did mark do before me with halloween because he's so <laughs> bad at halloween costumes it all came from those commercials for like toothpaste or like four out of five dentists degree i'm always like well who's that guy who's like the one out of five so i was like that guy i made a superhero who was that guy and but if people are like who are you i would have to explain the whole premise and people like, oh, that's like <laughs> so people would ask you and you would be like I'm the fifth dentist and I don't agree. No, I'd be like, I'm that guy. And people are like, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, well, like, who's like that guy in your mind? They're like, And they would like have the one person be like, oh, I think of that guy who doesn't pay their tab. I'm like, oh, I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, oh, I, the, the, then they would finally get it. He was like, people kind of got like, got it. after. No one got it. I'm sure <laughs> not one person got it. <laughs> so when everyone's like, oh man, who was who that guy that gave that movie, you know, two thumbs down on that mm -hmm. guy? who's kind of a jerk, but I guess like he's the one being honest, like that toothpaste probably does suck or whoever you need that guy, I'm there. <laughs> so what did your costume look like? It was basically like, like black pants and like a mm -hmm. black long sleeve shirt. And then I had a cape that for some reason I had, I was like, oh, I need a cape of a good LA for like auditions and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which actually worked one time for a commercial. And then, uh, yeah, I ripped up like a shirt and had to tie it in the back. So I just like cut out holes, but I didn't measure the holes properly. So like the holes like were not where my eyes really were. I was like, all right, I thought enough about this outfit. I'm mm -hmm. going out. So you dressed as a burglar. Mark's hard to dress up with because he doesn't like dressing up. So I have to go like he's going to be the Tin Man this year. And I bought him a sweatshirt. <laughs> And then towards the end of the night, I just didn't care. I didn't feel like explaining it like this. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> or I would just like be like, I'm here to, I'm here to drink. Like, what are you? Why are you asking me? What are you? 
<laughs> just get really defensive. <laughs> <laughs>